So why your tracking isn't working. Correct. I'm Jake. He's Jake or Big Dave, whatever you want to call him. And we're here to give you some non-sciencey, non-lecturing. Fitness training advice. Based training, fitness advice and rants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully to try and help you see where you might have been going wrong up to now. Clear yeah. up a few things sort of and uh, give you a bit of a plan of action going forward to start getting some results. Absolutely. So whilst you're here, subscribe, like, yeah. share us to your, all your that MySpace jazz. and you know, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And whatever I miss MySpace. Do. That was the one. That was it. it was, there was MySpace and uh, Bebo. There was Be- I well. didn't. I never had Bebo. Yeah, I, think I, I didn't have just Bebo. missed the boat on was Bebo. Like just before MySpace. Yeah. But MySpace was like you could almost created your own web page. You, you created your own web page. You could have a song playing when people went onto your web page. Awful. My, I, it was a picture of me in like my karate gi with like. Do you know a, what? I reckon I can still find my MySpace and. Be interesting if you could. It was so. It was I had like um, you had like a friends page. You're like, oh, my <laughs> friends, and I'd have like pictures of my mates and like a lot of description about them. Like, I remember like my mate Andy. I was like, this is my mate Andy. He's my best friend. Wow, fucking hell. Yeah, horrendous. I remember when Facebook came around and I had MySpace, and I was like, oh, it's just another gimmick that won't catch on. Yeah. Like MySpace is a thing. Yeah, that that I I was the same. Yeah, didn't yeah. judge that one well. Jesus Christ. But no. So, why your tracking isn't working? Yes. So this so. is basically something we see or uh, something we get our clients to check a lot when things potentially aren't going the way that we would expect it to be going with their mm-hmm. targets. If everything looks like they're doing it right, they're hitting the targets, to go, you know, and they're not missing anything, it's usually down to the fact that something's going wrong with the tracking. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, that might be, it might be our fault to a certain extent because maybe we've not explained something clearly enough or whatever, but some, getting your tracking right is mega, mega important because... For me, the worst thing about this is if you feel as though you're tracking everything, mm. but you're not seeing results, it's really fucking frustrating for yeah. a starter. But you all, you kind of feel like you're, you're riding a bike with a flat tire. You're fucking yeah. pedaling hard, but you're not getting anywhere fast. And it, just by fixing one or two things, it can just mean that you start seeing progress. And, yeah. and that's really fucking important from a motivational standpoint, all that kind of stuff. So... Yeah, I mean, we ask our clients to use either MyFitnessPal or NutriCheck, whatever, you know, as long as you've got something to track. Some sort of on. tracking app there they can become consistent with. Yeah. And um, there's a few things to go over. So where, where would you say that people go wrong? The, the, or not the, on the main place that people go wrong? Yeah. The first and foremost is just not double checking the information that comes up when you track. So if you're scanning a barcode or you're searching for something, it's making sure that actually the nutrition information that it's giving you is correct. Because So I literally had this last week with a client who for the last two or three weeks, his weight's just not been budging. He's been tracking everything, hitting his targets, weight's not been moving. And then it was when we were at the training day, I got like an eight minute voice note from him. And he was literally just saying, I've literally just realized what I've been doing wrong. And he'd been scanning some foods in and he'd just been putting in like the portion size wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he was having like a croissant for his breakfast with a protein shake because it was just grab on the go. And he'd been having two croissants and scanning it in and it had just been coming in one. as one. Yeah. Um, and he'd just been thinking that was for both of them. So he'd been basically having double the calories. And I think on another one of the foods he'd been having, which was just, I can't remember what it was, but again, it was something like a croissant. It was just picking up. He just typed into my fitness pal, like, again, like croissant for the food and then just pick the first thing that came up. And when we actually looked at what was coming up compared to the actual thing he was eating, it was like half the calories. So yeah. it it makes a bit, when you're doing stuff like that every day, 
it, for him, the difference in those two foods was like 300 calories. It was massive. As a one-off, stuff like that doesn't matter. You know, no. It's not really going to make too much of a difference. But like you say, when you're doing it every single day. Yeah. I, I had a similar thing. So I had a client, I think I mentioned this before, but his weight wasn't budging. Wasn't really seeing any progress. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Because looking at his stats, I was like, you're like, you, know, you should be losing weight. Effect, <laughs> you're moving, your training's good, your cardio's good. Why are we not seeing any progress? So what I then got him to do, and I know this is something that you do as well, is I got him to send me pictures yeah. of everything that he ate or drank, mm. like everything, just for a couple of days, and then a screenshot of how he was tracking it on MyFitnessPal. And what I very quickly noticed was he was having three coffees a day, all bought from, I can't remember if it was Costa or Starbucks, but one of the two, mm. and they were all like lattes. Yeah. And he wasn't one logging them. Yeah. And I was like, that's probably... You can easily have like 300 calories in a lot. 900 calories going missing there. Yeah. And again, I mean, there's still quite a lot, so you won't want to do that very often. But as a one-off, not a problem. We can handle it. But when you're doing that five days a week, six days a week, you're talking about a serious amount. Uh, yeah. And it was actually a really... Once we literally, we started kind of removing those, or we, I think we trimmed them down to mm. a skinny latte, actually, which was like half the, the amount. And then we got him to track it started losing weight straight away. Yeah. So it was literally yeah. something that simple. Yeah, that's exactly what happened with my client. We cleared that up. We said, right, make sure it's nailed on. Three days later, he messaged me. I was like, I'm two kilos down. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. Well, now we know what was wrong. We can push on. And it's literally just that. But because, let's say my fitness power, for example, it's like Wikipedia. Like mm -hmm. anybody can upload information into it. So you need to make sure that it's bang on. Wait, last week. So talking about kind of scanning stuff in, I went to the co-op and I can't remember what I bought, but anyway, bought something which was, you know, goal relevant, etc. Um, and I went to scan it, I scanned it and I was like, that doesn't look right. So I was like, you know, the calories mm. in the macros, they're like fucking well out. And it was basically, I bought, I think it was just some chicken, um, like little chicken fillets mm. or whatever. And it came up as like Oreos. I had the exact same thing. And I was like, thing. what the fuck is that? <laughs> I got something from co-op. Very, very, very similar. I got something from co-op. I can't remember what it was. But when I scanned it, it literally came up as like refried beans. Yeah, like a kind of refried beans. And I did it two or three times and it kept coming up. And I yeah. was like, this so is that's when you just right. have to manually put it in yourself. Yeah. But this is... Fucking hell. The, this is what you have to be really vigilant yeah, with. Because, yeah. I, I mean, to be fair, in my case, it would have put me on more calories, so it probably wouldn't have mattered too much. Well, it would, but it's still, you mm. know, it, a lot of the time, what it will do is put you on less calories. Yeah, and that's the that's issue. what, whatever I, I remember, whatever I was scanning was quite high in carbs, and then it came up as refried beans, which yeah. is obviously low in carbs. Yeah. And so it would have made a massive difference. Yeah, um, so obviously making sure, so that's a big one. Um, so we'll go back to that, so liquid calories. Absolutely key. I think most a lot of people kind of overlook that. Even like olive oil, you know, people cooking olive oil and, you know, one tablespoon of olive oil is what, 130, 140 calories? Mm -hmm. And some people just don't track it because, oh, it's just my cooking oil, you mm -hmm. know? And it, again, if you're having two of those per day or three of those per day, again, that could be enough to take you out of a deficit. Yeah, easily. Things yeah. like orange juice, people consider it's healthy. Yes, it's healthy. It's full of vitamin D, et cetera. So it's good for you in moderation. But... Again, a glass of orange juice, you're talking two, 300 calories potentially. So, you know, you just have to take this into consideration. And sometimes I think my clients think I'm being meticulous when I'm like, initially log things like the milk in your fucking bruise because it can just be those finer details yeah. which knock you out of a deficit and can be why you're not seeing progress. Um, which is why at the start of like coaching, we'll say to people, track fucking everything, like absolutely everything, all of your salad, 
veggies, everything. And over time, what I would rather you do is track everything initially, then over time we can remove things from your tracking. Yeah, once we know that it's nailed and it's consistent. Yeah. And what I'll do with like the milk, for example, because it can feel like a ball ache if you have like three or four cups of tea or coffee or whatever a day, and every time you're having to wear the milk out, I'll literally just say to clients, right, if you know you're having four cups of tea a day, let's say you put anywhere from 25 to 50 mils of milk mm -hmm. into a cup, just weigh out 200 mils of milk on a morning, pull it in like a measuring jug in your fridge, and then that's your milk allowance for the day. Or buy a pint of milk. Yeah. Put that in for the start of the week or whatever. Split it across your five, six, seven days or whatever, you know, seven days ideally. Yeah. And then you know, you know, that, trapped. That's, that's trapped for the week. Yeah. And then you do, you, you just don't buy any more milk. That's yeah. your milk for your yeah. You know, it's just little simple, the simple ways around it. And it does sound like, we, you know, someone listening to this who maybe is new to tracking or whatever can be like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm not doing that. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. Like, I get it. It sounds like a lot, but it's not. And actually, it can be the difference between you getting results and not. So. It can. So, yeah, you need to be aware of liquid calories. You also need to be aware, like we said, of making sure that the information mm -hmm. is correct. Now, some of like my fitness pals, you'll get like a little green tick next to some foods, which generally means they have been verified. I still would just double check it especially if you're doing it from a, a packet you can literally see on the packet what the nutrition is yeah, right yeah. so i would definitely make sure you double check it against the packet um and then you need to make sure that you are tracking it whether it's cooked or raw yes because that makes a big big difference massive difference so someone asked me the question last week actually do i cook my chicken uh, sorry do i weigh my chicken raw or cooked and my answer was it doesn't really matter as long as you're being consistent to be honest with you but it does make a difference you know it makes a difference in the protein content mm. calories all that kind of stuff and it's the same with all foods you know rice and pasta is another big one where mm. it makes a massive difference whether you you're measuring it raw or cooked i personally always go cooked because then I can eat it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm raw. Yeah, when it's I'll, cooked, I'll, I can, yeah, I can I'll pretty it. much weigh everything out. <laughs> I don't raw. have to then like, you know, weigh it again. Yeah. But again, you just have to look at, so for example, with pasta, you could go on to, you could, you could scan it and the, the macros that you get come up from that, from the back of that packet, that might be cooked or uncooked. Mm. So you need to make sure that whatever's showing on my fitness pal, you're matching that with your tracking and the way you're logging it, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, but yeah, again, a place where you could easily add on two, three hundred calories per meal if you're doing it wrong. Yeah, 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 really easily. Like the, the the difference in weight is massive. And I've had clients before being like, I'm really struggling to get all this food and when the diet in and with like pasta and rice and like, it's just an absolute plateful. I'm really struggling. And when we look, it's just because that, because they've been almost tracking it as a, as a raw weight. Yeah. Uh, they've been, yeah, they've been tracking it as a, as a cooked weight, sorry. And then they've been having that, they've been tracking it as a raw weight, I think, and then having it as a cooked weight. Which way around is it? I can never remember. I think it's... But they've basically been, I've said to them, right, have like uh, 200 grams of cooked pasta, for example. Mm -hmm. And then they've literally done like 200 grams of dry pasta. Yeah. And then obviously that expands and it's like, well, I'm not surprised you're yeah, full. Yeah, you've got <laughs> like 400 grams of cooked yeah. pasta. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. You have to be very cautious on that front. Which is why it makes it easier to do everything raw because then you can literally just, you know, exactly what you need to be cooking. And then once it's cooked, like I said, you can just... You can just eat it as yeah. well. <laughs> um, so yeah, you definitely need to make sure you're making that distinction between whether it's raw or whether it's cooked when it comes to your tracking. The other thing, yep. I and I'd, I've literally, I've not posted it yet, but I've just done a reel on this, is... A lot of the time people say, oh, tracking's a pain in the ass and like a cat best. It is, but it's more of a pain in the ass when people try and eat different things every single day mm -hmm. because then you're having to find the tracking for them every single day. Yeah. Whereas what we tend to try and say is, look, you don't have to eat the exact same thing every day, but at least if you can establish some sort of routine where you might have the same breakfast or the same lunch or even just the option of two different breakfasts and two different lunches, 
it's already tracked. It's already in there. You can just really quickly do it. I think humans, we're creatures of habit anyway. Mm. And actually, I think even if you spoke to somebody who wasn't dieting, wasn't tracking their food, and you got them to track their food for a week, you'd probably find they're eating the same it's, foods yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. So when you say to people, eat the same foods, they're like, oh, that sounds boring. I'm like, well, you're probably doing it anyway. You, you just, just need to eat less. You don't like the thought of <laughs> not being able to do it. Yeah, yeah it's exactly, case. it's literally exactly that. But yeah. no, yeah, well, it, it makes life a hundred times easier. So for example, you know, with me and you, I, I'm, you're, I'm sure you're exactly the same way. I know you're exactly the same. We'll probably eat the same foods most days. And yeah. there might be, okay, I might have two or three meals that I choose from. So like my lunch might be, I've got two options. Mm. My dinner might be like two or three options. My breakfast is generally the same every single day, mm. right? And that just, it keeps things, especially while you're dieting, it's really, really, it just makes tracking easy. It makes yeah. your fucking big shop easy. Yeah. You know, it just makes everything way, way easier. And then of course you're going to, you're going to have that degree of flexibility sometimes, weekends, sometimes, yeah, exactly. whatever. But for the majority of the time, keep it the same, keep it routine and your life will be way easier. Yeah, massively. And then the uh, the last sort of mistake that we see people make is they just they don't track as they're going through the day. They'll either get to the end of the day and be like, right, what have I had to eat today? And then they'll try and remember which is hard enough to do in itself. And then if you're having to remember the weights of, of whatever you've had on top you're of it. Guessing. You you're just, you're it guessing. It becomes a guessing game. And the chances are when you guess, yeah. you're going under. So yeah, exactly. So what we typically say is either make sure you're tracking as you're going through the day or make life even easier. And just the evening before, when you start watching TV, chilling out, just get my fitness pal up or whatever, go to the next day and just plan ahead what you're going to have. Even if it's just like, right, I'm going to track ahead for my breakfast and my lunch and a couple of snacks. And then all I've got to do tomorrow is track my evening meal with whatever that ends up being. Well, my fitness pal for me now, so if I go on to like tomorrow or today or whatever, I'm like, the, this is this is kind of how regular my food is. I mm. just eat breakfast. And no doubt I'll probably have that. You yeah. know? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, he's yeah. like, right, there's my five eggs, yeah. a little bit of ketchup, scrambled eggs in the morning, whatever. And it's like, that's what I've been having the last few days. Yeah, so yeah. I don't even have to add it in. I just press one button and it's all in there. Yeah, yeah. So the beautiful thing about eating the same foods, it makes it really automated on, on, and really easy. Um, but yeah, spend some time just, and I say this to my clients all the time because my clients are similar to yours. We'll be busy with kids, life, work. So you do not want to be making extra decisions every single day. No. And if you put friction between yourself and your nutrition and tracking, yeah. i.e. not having a plan, having to fucking make decisions on the go, stressing out about that, then you for fuck's sake, I've got to track it. Trust me, you after a few days, you'll stop. Yeah. Whereas if actually you've already kind of tracked ahead, you planned ahead, you know what you're eating, the stress has gone from that. It's really not that difficult yeah, a job to do. Yeah, it's not difficult. And it then allows you to, because you've only got a certain amount of mental mm. bandwidth, I think, to... I call them, you've only got a certain amount of fucks to give to anything in one day. Like, you've only got so many fucks you can give, like, and you've got to give some of your energy to your kids, some to work, some to this, some to that. So if you can remove some of that from your nutrition and just mm. have it all kind of really simple, then you can actually put more energy into other areas. Yeah, yeah. Training, kids, whatever, work, whatever it might be. Yeah, it's literally just that. Like you said, it's removing as many steps as possible, making it as seamless as possible. And then it really isn't that big of a job. No. But if you can get those things nailed down, you'll probably find that you get a lot further. One more. One more. Eating out. Eating out, And yeah. takeaways. Yeah, 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 okay. So most people will say, oh, I couldn't track it. Yeah, so you couldn't be bothered to track it. Or you couldn't be bothered to try and figure out how to get somewhere in the right ballpark. Yes, there you go. So I think everything's trackable. Sometimes it's not going to be 100% accurate because, you know, it's mm. tough. For example, on Saturday night, I'm going out for some tapas. It, it'll be tough to, mm. to, to, to track. Will it be impossible? No. 
And will I just do it ahead of time? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll look at the menu. I'll probably decide what I'm having a couple of hours for. I won't always do this, by the way, just to be clear. This is just because I'm dieting. Yeah. But then I'll put it into my fitness pal and I know, give or take, whatever I'm going to be eating is going to be X amount of calories. Yeah. I'll put my beer in. If I'm going to have any, I'll put my drinks in. I'll put in my food. And then I know how much I've got left for the yeah. rest of the day. Yeah. What I'll always suggest as well with takeaways or meals out is always adding a tablespoon of olive oil as yeah. well. Because yeah. Listen, that's why it tastes so good. It's always cooked in oil. So that just kind of puts you on the, the safe side. Um, is it going to be 100%? No. And I think some people, you know, again, majoring in the minors, they stress too much about the fact that it's not 100% accurate. Doesn't fucking matter. If you've made a count for it, you've done more than 99% yeah, of people. Exactly. And then it's literally a case of, okay, well, it might not be spot on, but now you're going to be one to 200 calories out instead of a thousand, thousand. to 1500 calories out. Like, exactly. Which one's going to be better for your progress? So... And like we literally say that, we're like, even if there's no nutrition information for wherever you're going and you can't track that specific meal, you can find the closest relative thing. So we, so like our client, if they go off like a lasagna, I'll just say, right, go on my fitness pal and find like finest Tesco's finest range lasagna. Not going to be spot on, but it's going to be somewhere in the right Hell ballpark. Thereabouts. And then, you, and then I went you, and had a big dirty burger. Okay, we'll track it as a fucking Big Mac. Yeah, yeah. Or a Five Guys. Or five or something guys, like that. You know? It doesn't, you don't have to overcomplicate yeah, it. Yeah, pizzas, you can always just use Domino information. Yeah, or, really interesting. you know, Pizza Express, if it's a, you know, a, a thinner bit. Yeah. You've mm. always got an option. Yeah. It, it's really not that different. So, there's, yeah, when people say, I, I couldn't track it, it's like, maybe you couldn't track that specific meal, but you can find a way of getting yourself somewhere in the right ballpark. Yeah. You just need to plan ahead. This this could be a good, like, onboarding. <laughs> it could well, be to be fair, send yeah. this to clients. It might not be a bad one. It might not be a bad one. Oh, and actually, just to finish off, if you're using my fitness pal, for fuck's sake, turn off the exercise calories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, his face said it all. Because what my fitness pal does is it does it link up to your phone? I think it does link up to some apps and some phones yeah. and stuff like that. And basically, any calories that you burn walking and exercising. exercising it takes those off your calories for the day. So it allows you to think that you've got more calories left. Yeah, it, well, it adds them back in, doesn't it? adds them back in, which is just, it's ridiculous. Like yeah. it's, it's actually promoting a really kind of unhealthy way of looking at your nutrition and fat loss because you want to look at fat loss and exercise differently in my eyes. Yeah, you're yeah. exercising to get strong and fit and healthy and build muscle and all that kind of stuff. And then your, your fat loss is coming from your nutrition yeah. completely. So you're not exercising so you can eat more food. Exactly. You don't want to earn back food and you don't want to get in. That's a really unhealthy way to look at things. You don't want to yeah. go and do a 10K run and earn yourself a fucking cross on. Like, no, that's yeah. not how it works. So turn off your exercise calories. Don't fucking look at them. Yeah. Yeah. That, and we've had that, haven't we, with clients sometimes where they've been like, oh, well, my fitness pal has been adding back in four, 500 calories a day for me. So I've been eating them. And we're like, right, but we are, and it's an honest mistake to make. Oh, like, yeah. No, yeah. Completely honest and I would have made that mistake 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah. It's fine. But what we sort of say is we've already taken into account your expenditure when we map out your targets for steps, for cardio, for training. Like that's already covered. So then all you need to focus on is the food that you're eating yeah. and tracking that. Ignore whatever calories it's trying to add back into your day. Yeah. It annoys me to do that. Yeah. It's a really bad feature. It's a pain in the ass, isn't it? Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. All right. Thanks for listening. See you in the next one. Bye-bye.